How are you, Raiders family? Berkey, and welcome to the big, big round 17 clash against the Roosters tomorrow night. Guys, first and foremost, apologies for the last couple of weeks. I've been a little bit fractured with my content and, and uh, reaching out to my amazing supporter base. Just been away with um, a personal holiday, uh, sharing a nice bit of family time. Uh, that's over now. Uh, great break, but look, back into it. Looking forward to the last four rounds, guys. It's an exciting time of the year. Spring's in the air. Um, it's great here in Queensland. Feel for you guys in Victoria or New South Wales areas, especially during COVID. Uh, but hopefully the Raiders can warm our heart tomorrow night against the Roosters. Um, look, it's a it's a massive game. Let's be honest with you, a huge game. So, and it's a real first taste of how the finals are going to be. I don't think we'll miss out on the finals. Uh, I'm extremely confident if we can win tomorrow night, we might even end up in third position, to be honest with you. I think Para are on a little bit of a downfall. Um, but look, the old saying, you can only take one game at a time. It's very true. Uh, but we've got to look a little bit over the horizon over the next four weeks with some possible matchups and making sure our form is really well structured. But look, let's dive in. Um, the Roosters. Look, there's a lot of moving parts to them. Um, it's nearly impossible to break it down into four, uh, but I'm, I'm going to try with some key areas and key matchups. I think will basically change the game as to who's going to win. James Tedesco first and foremost. Now, you won't control a Tedesco completely. You won't nullify him completely. What we did really well the last time that we won with Tedesco is we took away the space of Luke Keery, which I'll come to shortly. So if we're able to pressure the ball players that Tedesco relies on, they have to rush their play, they've got to rush their structure, and it rushes their process, and that's where mistakes start to happen. So same with Tedesco. He's got to really work out and chime in where he thinks our chinks are. So most importantly, a lot of the onus comes back onto us and our defence and our communication in talking and no laziness to make sure that wherever he goes to, we have robust defence, no one panics, and we keep a straight line with Tedesco. Usually during the game, the first 15, 20, 25 minutes, what I've noticed with him is he's he's usually scouting wide out near Morris and Manu, wide off Kiri and so on. The last 10 to 15 minutes of each half, first and second, he then starts to sniff around the play the ball. So he hangs back maybe three, four metres back from the ruck area. Kiri's usually on the right and Kiri switches back to his left to get Tedesco trying to get some lazy markers through the middle. That's usually been their game plan most of the time Tedesco's run right this year. That's look, that's been their like go-to play a hell of a lot. So once again, we just can't we can't over panic with Tedesco. Uh it's it's difficult not to when he's got the ball. A lot of people get like a little bit edgy and jumpy, which is understandable. We just got to have confidence in our defense so we get two in the tackle. Uh, and make sure we get him to ground without an offload. Tedesco's ball plane has really improved dramatically. It's sort of a place where Shans needs to be over the next two to three years, developing that ball play, long pass to the winger, short ball to a running second rower. So Tedesco also has a lot of potency around um, his ball plane, which just helps the likes of Kiri alleviate some of the pressure that he's under to make the plays. Luke Kiri is my number two. Uh, him and Tedesco will run the attack. Uh, now that Cooper Cronk's gone, Kyle Flanagan, while solid, is not a game manager, in my opinion. That's going to fall to Kiri. So Kiri's going to play left centre. If we hark back to last year's grand final, sadly, uh, where Kiri really exploits 
um, the right edge of, of of oppositions a hell of a lot is hitting a second row. So in this this at this situation, um, I'm running towards you. I'm Luke Keary. They're going to try and hit Boyd Corner on a really rough rumble um, run into our edges. So the right edge. So we're looking Curtis Scott. We're looking John Bateman. We're looking at those guys where they're really going to try and rumble in a Boyd Corner real thumping heavy run. Cordner wins the play of the ball and Kiri usually goes to dummy half, scoots to the left, trying to catch out a centre or a second row who haven't recovered from marker. This is a really big pet play with the Roosters, particularly on uh, when they're about 40 metres out from their own line, maybe halfway. They'll try that left edge run. Kiri goes to dummy half, scoops, then has to Desco. He has Manu. Um, sorry, he, he'll have uh, Morris and he'll have Tupo similar to last year's grand final try. So we've got to be really switched onto that. They'll have a crack from their own 40 metre line or halfway, a long range out. So once again, Kiri's one of those guys, you just got to take his, his ball management off him, take away his time, hasn't got a massive kick, um, but he certainly runs at speed. So he'll sometimes also start on the right or start on the left and swing round to the right to try and take over from Flanagan and hit a left edge or something like that. So he's going to be bobbing up all over the field. We've really got to work him over when we have the ball, make him do two, three sets of, of repeat tackles. When he has the ball, he has to go on the ground. He cannot just be left to stand and pass. He's got to go on the ground to make sure he gets his sorry butt up every time he hits the deck. Joseph Manu, I've gone for number three. I really think the Roosters have probably... Uh, watched last week's game in relation to Jared not jumping as well for the bombs across field. Manu is a terrific jumper for the ball. So once again, the Roosters get an opportunity. Kiri, left-hand side. Manu, right-hand centre. Kiri's going to try and lob that ball into that into that um, that red zone where Jared really has to jump. As I said, Manu's a really good jumper for the ball. If their kicks get spot on like the Dogs did last week with Jared, we could, be in, we could be in some bother. So we really got to get around Jared and those guys. So the inside men, George Williams, Tarpon, if he's on the field, Elliot and those guys really have to run a good block without getting picked up. But Manu is a definite danger for their kicks across field, as is Tupu, who'll be, he'll, 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 he'll be playing against Jordan Rappana in, uh, in, um, uh, in defence and attack. So we've just got to watch those kicks across field most definitely, because that'll be a Roosters' pet play if they're not getting through us with their normal attack. Number four, I've gone for the Roosters' pack. Now, I mean, they're going to try and bully us like they tried to do in the last round. It didn't work. I don't think they're going to change too much from just trying to run rough run rough shot over our pack. Maria Hargreaves, Takiaho, Cordner, Tupanua, Louis into their bench. Lindsay Collins particularly comes on and does that. Maria Hargreaves type of role, hard arms up, plenty of bumper work to try and get through the line. Butcher's the same. Sunny Bill, I don't think will have a massive impact, not playing for six months. First five, ten minutes, yes, but I think his his fitness will die off pretty quickly or uh, catch up with him pretty quickly, if I if if I say. But we just have to try and absorb that early Roosters bulliness, if I can call it that. Um, and I think we can with our pack, which I'll come to shortly. So they're a really well-balanced pack, the Roosters. Um, uh, they're gritty, good footwork at the line, particularly Takiaho and Louie. Um, so we just got to be on our metal, get up in their face and take away their ball playing ability. Let's come to us. 
Al Williams, George at number five. He caused the Roosters a hell of a lot of heartache in the last game because he's a robust halfback that runs to the line. The Roosters spread really well. Sometimes you can catch their inside markers and their inside runners not moving or moving up as quickly as the other guys outside the mark in defence. It's where George scored his try last time by ducking inside behind the markers. They were lazy. They missed tackles and he went straight through to Desco to, to score. So that's a good sign for us because if we can hold, if George can hold up their defence moving across to take our outside men, Jack, Elliot, Jared, um, Bateman and so on, if George can hold up the ball as if, he's, as if he's going to go himself, it just gives space to outside men if George can throw a beautiful long pass, which he has to hit Jack running. So I think George has got to take on the Roosters' line a hell of a lot tomorrow night. I think he'll cause them problems with his light footwork around the ruck. He can he skips very well out wide to hit Johnny Bateman or Jack. So I think he's going to be real potent force for us around that ruck area tomorrow night. And he needs to use his speed in that area, particularly if it's a dry night. The edges, I think, will play critical role. The Roosters, in their defence, their edges go wide, but they push and jam in a hell of a lot. Um, Cordner, in particular, jams up and then tries to come in and smash the inside runner. So if our edges can maintain our attack wide, maintain our structure deep, um, and force the Roosters to not push up and in, um, and by doing that, you stay deep. You get the ball back deep instead of at, at the line where you're going to be crunched. You've got to stand back a bit and make the Roosters make a decision which way they're going to go. I think our edges, particularly as I said with Cordner, um, Takiyaho is another one that edges, shoots up. Maria Hargraves edges and shoots up and in. Uh, so we just got to make sure we keep them spread and let them make some panic decisions as to who they take. A lot of second-man plays with the Roosters will work. A hell of a lot of second um, man plays will definitely work with them because um, they they just rush in and make a decision. So we hit a second man out the back, it's too late for them to recover. Jack's running is going to be critical for that reason. So once again, as he did in the grand final, left foot step, left foot step try because the Roosters were shooting up trying to block off the inside runner. It doesn't work. So Jack running off a long George William pass I think will create a fair few heartaches for them on those edge defences. The bench is massive for us. Um, I can't speak enough about how good our bench has been the last couple of weeks. The Roosters' bench is very strong. Collins, Butcher, Sonny, Bill. Um, but our bench has been brilliant. Probably the best bench rotation in the last three, four weeks, in my opinion. Starling, Louis, Young, Harawira, and Nora. I don't think our bench will be like that to start with. I'm, I'm still confident that Papali will start from the bench. It'll be close to that, but I'm expecting Louis to start, Papali to come off later on. But our bench really has to match it with them. That could be the one percenter we're looking for tomorrow night. Our kicking game critical. Now, once again, the last game against the Roosters, we hit, we we kicked the ball on the ground to Tedesco, to Tupo, and those guys. Pointers kicking to on the fourth, they just get too much yardage. But dinky kicks, the ones that bounce all over the place, the ones that Jack, the nice ones that Jack does where they just dink over and they're bouncing everywhere, it stops Tedesco in his tracks. It stops Tupo in his tracks. They can't get any traction to get momentum to get out. And our wide defenders move up and in to really hem them into the corners. Kicking game, absolutely critical. Um, Jack's long boot, particularly on a maybe a bit of a greasy night in Canberra if the ball can skid. 
uh, and get some really good yardage and we make the Roosters turn around and bring it back up. Number 10, guys, I think this, look, the Roosters won't lose this game. We have to win it. So all our one percenters have to be spot on. Um, the Roosters aren't a side that just throws the towel in. As I said, we have to take the game to them and take the game from them by winning it with solid football. So, guys, look, that's it for my top 10 this week. I can't wait for tomorrow night's game, to be honest with you. It's going to be a cracker. Um, you know, I, I just feel really confident about our momentum. Three solid wins the last week against sides we should have beaten, and we did. The Roosters are the same. So, you know, I think whoever wins this game will probably get the third, third spot on the ladder, um, which is great for that double chance. I think it's going to be us. As always, guys, I love your support on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Any questions, queries, or comments you want to make, I'm happy to answer them at any time, guys. And as always, this is Berkey. Lee Green, out.